Hello everybody, it's me, The Vern, from the Cinema Recall Podcast. We are in the midst of doing our 31 days of horror slash Halloween extravaganza. And I think we're now on our 12th post of this month. And I just cannot express how grateful I am to everyone in the horror community for retweeting or sharing these posts. Really, really appreciate that. So on today's show, I want to give you my quick thoughts on probably the first horror-comedy hybrid. I mean, there has been tons of horror comedies throughout the years, but the first movie to actually show scenes that are horrifying and then show scenes that are funny or sometimes in the same breath is American Werewolf in London, uh, written and directed by John Landis, who before this made... uh, Blues Brothers and Animal House, and it stars David Naughton, uh, Griffin Dunn, Jenny Architeer. I'm trying to mess up these names, I know, but it's a story about two Americans who are backpacking through England. Of course, this is uh, David Naughton and Griffin Dunn's character, and while they're all backpacking, they are attacked by a vicious werewolf. So, Griffin Dunn's character is killed. Uh, but, uh, David Naughton's character, he survives the attack. And throughout the movie, he keeps seeing images of his dead friend, warning him that he's going to become a werewolf and kill people, and the only way to get rid of the curse is to kill himself. He gets involved with a beautiful young nurse, sorry, David Naughton's character gets involved with a beautiful young nurse, played, of course, by Jenny Ogdenteer, and it's just a story about a guy who's turning into wolf and killing people. Now, the makeup effects in this movie are astounding. Rick Baker did this, and they won the Academy Awards, and they so deserved to win the Academy Awards, because they are just wonderful, mind-blowing. Even today, you watch those effects, and you are just in awe. You're in awe because it was not done with any CGI, and it looks like he's physically turning into a werewolf. I mean, you hear the bones stretch and break, and you're seeing his mouth get longer to form the snout of a wolf. It looks painful. I remember seeing clips of this when I was a kid and just thinking how painful that looks. And it still looks painful even to this day. Um, so, yeah. The makeup effects in this still hold up. Five stars. I still think the story of this is good. Um, as far as scare factors, it does have a few moments where you do kind of jump. Especially when it shows the reveal of uh, Jack's character. Because he plays this person who's undead and his skin and his face keeps looking awful and more awful as the days go by. Um, but... I kind of have to agree with other podcasts and shows or reviews that once the movie does start to get going, it ends a bit too fast. I mean, once David does fully change into the wolf, I just feel like it ends a bit too fast. And I don't believe that there's too much of horror factors. I mean, there is. It's 
a good movie, but I feel like it's, it's a little bit too short. I like the balance and tone of horror, uh, especially there's a moment when David's character meets up with all the past victims that he's killed, and he meets up with them in a porno theater. Uh, and apparently, the movie that they're watching, the porno screen, that was a uh, another spoof. It's not even a real movie. It's a one called See You Next Wednesday, also directed by uh, John Landis. So, yeah, I I find the whole kind of, like, juxtaposition of, like, having these characters tell David's character certain ways that he should kill himself to break the curse in the midst of all they're watching this porn film. It's just really kind of funny. Uh, yeah, I, I think it's a great movie, but if you watch the movie, you're going to watch it just mainly for the special effects, and that's it. And that's fine. I mean, they are really incredible, and I think you should watch it just for that. As far as the storyline goes, it's good. I just don't think there is enough of the werewolf in there. Um, I think it's got a great build-up, but the payoff is just not there. Uh, I think, like I said before, it just ends too soon. And I, I'm not going to give you spoilers, but if you see it, you'll understand that it just ends way too quick. So, if I had to rate American Werewolf in London, as far as werewolf movies go, it's not the best. I still think the best is probably Ginger Snaps. I mean, this and Ginger Snaps are pretty neck and neck, but if I had to get the edge to everything for werewolf movies, it would be Ginger Snaps, just because uh, that movie is has better characters. And I felt really kind of sad at the ending of Ginger Snaps more than American Werewolf in London. Plus, Ginger Snaps is funnier, okay? So, yeah. Uh, but still, American Wolf of London, out of five stars, I would give it possibly three. Three and a half, maybe. Mainly because of those special effects, and they are astounding, folks. Um, so, yeah, that's going to wrap up this particular episode of our 31 Days of Halloween. Follow us on Twitter at cinema underscore recall. We are on Instagram and on Facebook. Just type in Cinema Recall Podcast. Uh, plan on having more episodes throughout the month of October, uh, all the way up to Halloween. And then I may take at least about maybe a three-week break afterwards. Uh, but definitely follow all the horror on Twitter as well. Um, I do know that like Invasion of the Remake, uh, the IMDb Journeys Podcast, uh, Ryan Altieri, a few other people are doing that, so definitely check that out, folks. Uh, Anyways, folks, I'm going to go right now. I gotta leave you, but I hope you all have a great day. Take care, everybody. Goodbye.